Okay, happy Sunday, everybody. Ben Jost with Black Wolf CrossFit. Wanted to get you the word on how we're going to approach the coming week. As most of you should know by now, and if you don't, uh, here's the brief summation of events. We've been closed for a week. We received our first positive test in our athlete community uh, last weekend, uh, two positive tests actually, and uh, we took then the necessary precautions. We closed down, stopped class immediately, had all of our coaches get tested. We encouraged anybody that were in the same classes as these athletes to get tested as well. The beautiful news is no positive tests came back. So we, we still have the two confirmed original tests, but the, there's no evidence of spread here. Now, of course, not everybody was tested. All the coaches were, uh, but not all athletes. Uh, there's no way to, to require that. But we did, I was very, very happy with the number of athletes that responded with test results that had been going on their own or as a result of another, uh, you know, uh-oh situation, someone at work, someone in their family, and just making sure that they themselves were not affected. And all those results were negative, okay? And I don't want to pull a Michael Scott here, negative being the good one, positive being, yeah, positive's good, but like in medical testing, negative, we want negative, results were negative. And then the best news of all, of course, is that the original two tests are fine. They're absolutely fine. Uh, they stayed strong the entire time. And though they both did have some symptoms, nothing severe. And uh, last I touched base with them, they were, they were feeling pretty good, ready to get this behind them. And this coincided as we got towards the end of testing. We had a few coaches get uh, their results sooner than others. I myself just found out actually this morning on a Sunday. So, you know, the county is still working on the weekends. That's exciting. Uh, but I had gone to a free testing site. The others were able to, to pay for theirs and get their results sooner. Um, but as we were wrapping up and the coaches tests were coming back negative and it was pretty clear that there was no spread, it then coincided with Governor uh, Greg Abbott coming out with a mandatory, I think he's calling it compulsory, a mandatory face mask order for the city of Houston where all individuals are required to wear a mask when they're inside of public buildings or outside when social distancing is not possible. And as with everything coming down from the government, I wanted to take a, a, a moment, a beat, to make sure that I process it correctly and understand how it uh, applies to this business. And that's kind of the nitty gritty I wanna get into right now. So first and foremost, masks will not be required at Black Wolf CrossFit. This is not some sort of protest against the government. This is simply um, operating within our confines and what we can do well and what we can do while keeping you safe. And with the distance we can keep between athletes, especially when we eliminate things like group runs um, and we spread the gym out when it comes to cleaning and equipment, uh, pick up and return, which was the only real choke point we had during the last month of operate, month and a half of operations since the end of quarantine. Uh, now that we're able to spread even that out, I feel very, very confident that we classify as an outdoor experience and that we are able to maintain social distancing within these four walls, okay? And we are very literally outdoors. I mean, the windows are open 24-7. We have the door, all the doors open. There's no recycled air, no climate control, which some people think is a bad thing. But today, it is one of the main reasons that we can confidently say we are not a hot spot for spread here. And so I want to go over kind of what it can be expected this week as we do get back to really what was our normal two weeks ago. It worked very well with a few small changes. 
cap class, okay, or class cap, I should say, gonna stay the same. So you have the seven that are able to get in and then you have five on the wait list, so 12 total. Sorry, my nose is a little tickly. And now it's like tickling, you're like afraid if you tickle it too much, it's gonna sneeze, you don't want to sneeze, so like don't tickle it too much, same time it still tickles. That's what we're going through right now, okay? Anyways, cap will remain at seven with that five person wait list, still invited to take part because we do have the space for a 12 person class with plenty of distance in between. But those five on the wait list do know that they will not have access to the unshareable equipment, such as if there's a rowing day, which this week there is on Friday, if there is a bike day, which this week there is, there's two bikes. Go check the website. The week of workouts is up. Uh, if you came on that day and you were on the wait list, you would not have a bike. Okay, of course, unless someone did not show up that was in this original seven um, and you were bumped up, but you would not have a bike. You would be modifying that movement and you don't have control over it. Meaning we are going to have a set modification that we may tweak based on the athlete, but for the most part, we are going to have a generalization of on the bike day. Maybe it's two of you, so we can do the runs. Maybe it's one of you, we can do the runs. Maybe it's five of you, we got to do burpees, who knows? So seven are absolutely in, going to do the workout as it is written. And then five more invited. Most days you will do the workout as is written because we don't use the unshareable equipment, bike, rower, squat racks. Um, we don't use the shareable equipment every single day. And so on a day like tomorrow, which is front squats from the ground, so cleans and front squats and ab work, all 12 gonna get the RX version of the workout, okay? So that will remain the same, no change there. But within that, where we will be, maybe it's not a change, it's more just intentional or maybe it's just holding the standard. We now are going to have numbers and letters in each square, okay? And it's gonna all take 1A, 1B, 2A, 2B, stuff like that. So you have a letter and you have a number, the number's either one or two, the letter is either A or B. Um, the one or two is going to dictate the class. So uh, class number one of the block is 5 a.m. Class number two of the block is 6 a.m. Class number one of the mid-morning block is 8.30 a.m. Class number two is 9.30 a.m. So if I'm at five, I sit in a one on my square. If I'm a six, I sit in a two on my square. If I'm a uh, 8.30 a.m., I'm a one on my square. If I'm a 9.30 a.m., I'm a two on my square. And then in the evening, uh, one's 3.30, two is 4.30, one is 5.30, two is 6.30. Simple as that. You come in, you find a square with the corresponding number, and that is your square. You don't need to wait for permission. You take a seat there with your stuff that you need, and you wait for class to begin. That'll also limit the interactions outside of the mats where we do see people get a little bit too close to one another. Now, the A, B, the letter part of that classification is going to dictate your equipment and your cleaning area. So on the far side, uh, you're going to have the B group, okay? The B group has their own setup for equipment as well as a, a spread out cleaning area on the horse stall mats on that side. And then you have the A group, which will have the original equipment area and the original cleaning area, which is a little bit bigger, a little bit more spread out than it was two weeks ago. So if I am in square 1B, which is my top right, that is Robin's square. The only other person that's there almost as often as Robin's in that square would be maybe Victor, okay, Victor Andrade. Um, their square is going to be pulling from the equipment that is right next to them and cleaning their equipment right behind them, okay? Uh, but if I'm, say, a, uh, a 2A, it will be pulling from behind the rig or the original cleaning, the original equipment area. Nice and simple. So once we figure that part out, 
It's real, real easy, okay? Y'all been handling it so well. And again, evidence of no spread, that is because y'all are being intentional without having to be uh, overly worried about it, all right? We're still not doing high fives, okay? Still no handshakes. Occasionally you get a backpack from me, but I, I'm trying to be more aware of that. But there's certainly nothing that's gonna be taking place in front of you or anything could potentially be up on you or whatever, all right? Um, but that's it. That's gonna be, those are gonna be the steps that we take going forward. Aside from that, we got a great week of workouts. Again, blackwolfcf.com. That is going to have your week of workouts on there. SugarWad, we are on SugarWad. If you have not downloaded that free SugarWad app and gotten linked into your, your, the Black Wolf CrossFit SugarWad account, which is accessible to you right now as a part of your membership at Black Wolf. Uh, the, the workouts get posted there. They pop up every day, the night before at eight. And that is also the best place for you to track your progress. And again, free to you. I pay for it. So use it, use it. I think they have a great uh, user interface. I think it's super simple to use and it looks really good. You also have the ability to tap into other programming from around the world, including uh, home workouts, maybe weightlifting focused workouts. Um, you're able to find so much on there. So I would check out that SugarWatt account when you get the chance, okay? Uh, the final thing is gonna be, you're gonna see Rec Strength, R-E-Q, requisite, Rec Strength pop up as the extra work in the coming weeks. Um, Something I've been meaning to do is really encourage us to carry lessons from the quarantine into our daily lives. And one of those lessons was when I'm doing 50 to 100 push-ups two to three times a week. And by the way, 50 to 100 push-ups is not as many as you do in a workout, but just 50 to 100 push-ups throughout the day, whatever, sets of 20, sets of 10. My shoulders are healthier. I feel better. Okay. And then if you're someone like Mr. Langclose, and he did a few more than 50 a day. He did quite a few push-ups over the quarantine. Then you come in and you take a movement like handstand push-ups, which you have always, yeah, struggled a little bit with, especially bigger sets, and you smash them. So um, push-ups and pull-ups are coming. Uh, the push-ups are for the health of the shoulder. I want us to build the shoulder with the calcinic or the body weight training that then allows for loaded movement to be a little bit more responsible. Um, and then the pull-ups, strict pull-ups, yeah, one, you should be able to do them, okay? Uh, but two, we got to get better at them. Like, gentlemen, we need 15, not eight, okay? 15 strict pull-ups in a row, no movement of the body, chin above the bar, locked out at the bottom. We got to be able to get up towards that number of 20, but we're going to take 15. Ladies, honestly, this isn't where scaling really fits, but since the world has told you strict pull-ups are not your thing, then we'll lower your number to 10. You need to be able to do 10 strict pull-ups in a row if you want to clang and bang, throw your body around on the gymnastics movements and CrossFit like muscle-ups and toes-to-bar and pull-ups. Let's get to 10, and then we know those shoulders, that upper back has the musculature it needs. And so you're just going to see this rec strength dropped in. It's not going to be terribly creative, but it's just going to give you a reason, kind of game uh, collecting monotonous reps, meaning these aren't sexy reps. Why do you think people focus like every gym throws you a kipping pull up before he throws you a strict pull up? Because like the kip, it's sexy, it's fun. You also don't have to be very strong to get the kipping pull up. You have to be kinesthetically aware, which like strength is earned. If you are uncoordinated and weak, yeah, it doesn't work for you. But if you have uh, any sort of coordination or uh, any level of kinesthetic awareness, maybe from a past life, I was a, uh, an athlete as a kid, I just haven't trained in 20 years, you can get a kipping pull-up. It's about learning how to coordinate the sequence of events that requires your hips to shoot your ass over the bar. That's exciting, okay? Um, but again, why do you think gyms throw you kipping pull-ups and then they, they don't talk about strict? 
because it can be, again, monotonous. It can be discouraging to have to do something that you can do at most like five in an hour, okay? And so instead of shying away from the challenge, we believe the opportunity is through that challenge. And so we're gonna, we're gonna press on and create an environment where we are encouraged to, to collect these reps throughout the hour, maybe stay an extra five minutes to finish my total set off. Um, you're gonna see that pop up day to day. That's where I'm gonna end it. I hope you guys have a fabulous holiday weekend. Again, back tomorrow, 5 a.m. Love to see you. Get in here, sign up for class so I know who's coming, allows me to do the loadout, figure out who needs to be where, and uh, we'll get rolling with another great week. Thanks for being awesome. Thanks for uh, sticking with us. And it's a crazy time. It's a crazy time. <sighs> Maybe one day I'll just sit down and talk about everything that's happened the last two months here. I don't know. I feel like that'd be a weird video, but uh, maybe you need to know. Maybe the transparency would be good. All right. Um, I'll see you tomorrow. Have a great night. Sweet dreams.